In this bulletin, the Prime Minister's office confirms National Cabinet will meet virtually on Friday. The Australian government invests over $300 million in the education of First Nations children. And in sport, female boxers in Cuba celebrate as they are allowed to compete for the first time in six decades. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Hannah Kwan. Prime Minister's office has confirmed National Cabinet will be meeting virtually on Friday. Mr Albanese tested positive to COVID-19 yesterday, delaying plans for state and territory leaders to meet on Wednesday and discuss solutions to tackle high energy prices. The energy price crisis will be the National Cabinet's key focus at Friday's virtual meeting. The Australian government is investing $334 million in the future of First Nations children. The Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, will announce the funding at a meeting of state and territory ministers for Indigenous affairs in Hobart this afternoon. The investment will look to deliver more than 550 early years and education activities to 100,000 children and students. New research shows that migrant and refugee women are being prevented from achieving their economic potential in Australia despite high levels of skilled work and education. The University of Canberra's untapped potential report, commissioned by Settlement Services International, found that migrant and refugee women born in low- and middle-income countries are on average better educated than Australian-born women. Despite this education, these women are most likely to be underemployed and wanting to work full-time, often due to unrecognised qualifications. The head of research and policy at Settlement Services International, Ty McMahon, says that this community could offer a much-needed boost to skills shortages in Australia's economy. In a labour market environment that we currently are in, where there are skills shortages and labour shortages in just virtually every industry across the board, um, strikingly, for example, 95% of refugee women wanted to work more hours. That's not the narrative that we often hear around refugees or around refugee women. The United States Defence Secretary has welcomed Australia's Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Defence at the Pentagon. Richard Miles and Foreign Minister Penny Wong are in Washington to attend the Australia-US ministerial consultations, the two countries' principal bilateral forum. Deputy Prime Minister Richard Miles was greeted by Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin at the Pentagon where the two leaders met to discuss the strengthening alliances between Australia and the United States. Minister Miles says he's optimistic about the relationship between the two countries during what he described as the most complex point in time since World War II. One of the things that's really clear, as you've said, is that in this moment it's a time to be close with friends and in that sense I think um, I agree. I think the alliance has never been more important and I don't think the alliance has ever been in better shape. And, uh, and so we feel there is a very strong alignment between our two governments right now. We're really looking forward to an ambitious agenda for, for Osmin tomorrow. Um, we'll have the conversation about the, the defence side of that today. The European Union and the United States are working to resolve EU concerns over major subsidies for American clean energy companies. The US introduced the Inflation Reduction Act, which offers around $559 billion in new and extended tax credits to help boost the US clean energy industry. The US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, says a task force has been established to deal with the EU's concerns. When we are working together between the United States and the European Union, to build ever greater convergence 
on some of the most critical issues of our time, um, we can do that in a way that will benefit people on both sides of the Atlantic and ultimately benefit people uh, around the world. We've seen very practical, positive work done in these three sessions. Queensland's recent mild weather is expected to be interrupted by scorching temperatures this summer. The Bureau of Meteorology says heatwave conditions will see temperatures soar across Queensland from today, with areas in the state's far west likely to hit the mid-40s. The Sunshine State has experienced a very mild start to summer, with a low hovering off the Queensland coast last week producing cool wet weather. But Bureau Senior Forecaster Stephen Hadley says the departure of that low means warm air, which has been building up over over the north of the country and is now tracking south into Queensland, bringing scorching temperatures. Turning to sport and female boxers in Cuba are celebrating a historic moment as they are allowed to compete for the first time in six decades. Cuba is a boxing powerhouse renowned for its top-ranked men's boxers and has won 41 gold medals in the Olympic Games since Munich in 1972. But female boxers have for decades been shunned for competing and until now have been forced to migrate to reach the pinnacle of their sport. Cuba's recently approved Family Code, a set of regulations aimed at wiping out discrimination against women and the LGBTIQ community, provided the legal underpinnings for the move, according to Cuba's Institute of Sports Vice President Ariel Saints. Cuban boxer Legnis Carla says she's thrilled about the news. I have always trained thinking about the possibility that they could make it official, that it could be approved and that women would be allowed to box. But as time passed, the flame of wanting to train and my impetus started to flicker out. Now I'm very happy with this news because I would like to win a medal. Firstly, I want to win here and to be recognised inside my own country. Then, if it could happen internationally as well, that would be even better. And that is the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwon. 